morning. As we light our fourth Advent candle, the season of waiting and hoping and preparation comes quickly to a close with Christmas just a few days away. Or does it really? See, for me, Advent is just not a four-week season which kicks off a new liturgical year. It's just not four weeks of getting ready for Christmas. And it's more than just waiting for the second coming of Christ. For we can focus so much of our prayer life seeking in what is to come, we may just miss what is already here. All Advent, we have been singing Maranatha, which is Aramaic for our Lord has come. So how does a life woven in the fabric of the season allow us to be aware of Christ, who's present in our lives right now? In the past few weeks, there are three people, I think, who have shown us this way. We'll begin with John the Baptist, who, dressed in camel's hair and eating locusts and honey, he clearly had no ego. John knew his role was to tell everyone of the need to be prepared for the coming of the Lord, the Christ, the one who is mightier than he, the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit in fire. Later, we find John in prison, where his faith seems a little bit wavering, and he sends his disciples off to ask Jesus if indeed is he the Christ, or should we keep on looking? Well, don't we all go through that feeling at some point in our lives? See, when all is great and life is good, it's relatively easy to see Christ in our lives. But as soon as we find ourselves in the proverbial prisons of darkness and addiction and personal losses, we quickly begin to ask, where is God? It's a question many of us, many of us that will ask when faced with great adversity in our lives. Like Christ reassured John and thus reassures us to live with the faith that the blind see, the lame walk, the deaf hear, and the dead are raised, and the poor means all of us are beneficiaries of the good news proclaimed. Next, in today's gospel, we hear the story of Joseph. So for being such a key person in the life of Christ, very little is written about him. It's interesting, he's never mentioned in any of the letters of St. Paul, which is the church's earliest writing of that time. Nor is he mentioned in Mark's or John's Gospels. He only appears in Matthew's and Luke's. In addition to that, not a word spoken by Joseph was ever recorded, just his actions. In the case of Joseph, his actions speak louder than any words. Actually, they speak volumes about what living a life of Advent is all about. Betrothed to Mary, but before marriage, Joseph's told that she's with child. Pregnant, not married. Imagine the flood of emotions that had to come over him. Like any man soon to be married, he must have had aspirations of what his life with his new wife is going to be like. But all that gets pulled out from underneath him. What's he to do? What are people in town going to be saying? Meanwhile, he's just working hard to pay the burden of Roman and temple taxes. And now his betrothed is found with child? I think it would be only human for him to say the same thing we may say when overwhelmed with life. God, you got to be kidding me. 
can't take anymore. But being one of righteous in nature, he decides to divorce her quietly and not expose her to shame. But as we just heard, the angel appears to him in a dream and tells him that a child's been conceived by the Holy Spirit. She'll bear a son, and he's the one to name him Jesus. When he wakes, he does as he's been asked and takes Mary into his home. Clearly, Jesus, Joseph, I mean, lives a life of Advent, of having faith in how God is ever-present in your life in ways and places that you least expect. And lastly, a few weeks ago, Time magazine named Greta Thunberg 2019 Person of the Year. Born in Sweden almost 17 years ago, Greta has been diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome, ADHD, OCD, and selective mutism. But none of those differences stopped her from appearing on the global scene in August of 2018, when she began spending her school days outside Swedish Parliament calling for stronger action to be taken on global warming. Soon after that, her school strike for the climate was taken up through similar protests by other students in their respective communities. After Thunberg spoke at the UN Climate Change Conference later that year, student strikes took place every week somewhere in the world. The Vatican, on behalf of the Pope, recently commented that her activism brings attention to the Church's insistence that attention to the poor and society also coincides with the care for the environment, the common home. The common home, the subtitle of the Pope's second encyclical, Laudate Si. And it's in that document where the Pope laments environmental degradation and global warming and calls for all people of the world to take swift and unified global action. The Vatican went on to say that the care for the environment is a matter of faith, and that Thunberg's protests and her witness brings attention to the great need to be coherent in our care for the environment, but also for all the people of the entire world. The lives of John the Baptist, Joseph of, Joseph of Nazareth, and Greta Thunberg are, all carry the core essence of Advent. In doing so, they clearly made those around them uncomfortable. For like John, like Joseph, like Greta, like Mother Teresa, like Dorothy Day, like Jesus, like Pope Francis, they all understand that Advent reminds us that even with all our challenges, adversities, and hurdles that come our way, Christ is always, always present. John found that his deep love of Christ also meant losing his life. Joseph bringing a young pregnant girl into his home as his wife also had faith that his actions were part of God's plan. And while faced with great adversity in her young life and taking on personal attacks, as prophets often do, Greta also holds on to the hope that the people of the world will see how climate change will have a major impact on future generations unless we all begin to care for all of God's creation. See, no doubt we all have times in our lives where the bottom can't seem to get any lower, where God's plan for us doesn't match up with the one our ego designed for ourselves. Yet by actively living the spirit of Advent, the spirit of inclusion, the spirit of hope, the spirit of faith, Christ becomes visible to us 
present among us, living within us time and time again. So Advent comes to a close in a few days, and at the same time it doesn't. For we are told repeatedly to not be afraid, rather to be open and vulnerable to the daily arrival of Christ in our lives. So as you blow out that last Advent candle tonight and toss the Advent wreath back into the closet until next year, do not discard the true essence of this season and instead be committed to a life of listening, loving, hoping, enduring, and trusting. A life rooted in Advent. And in turn, your eyes will be open to seeing the ever-presence of Christ in the places you least expect.